Welcome to the Adetta Podcast, where normal is not my specialty, apparently especially for the last month. I am your host, as always, the finally back in the normal routine, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, and this is the show where I share my twisted little stories and ramblings, I make fun of somebody in the news, and I tell you about a podcast that I think you need to listen to because, like I always say, or ripped off from somewhere, sharing is caring. (laughs) Woo! It is good to be back on regular schedule. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been a while, man. It's it, I shouldn't say it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had a day off, man. If you were sticking with me through all of National Podcast Post Month, man, you're tough. Probably tougher than me for going through it because no, I mean, yeah, I listened to them all, but that's you know because I'm a glutton for punishment. But man, if you suffered through it, that's just You're brave. That's one of those. They should give you an award for that. As a matter of fact, I think I might do something like that. But to find out, you're just going to have to join the Facebook group, Twisted World of the Odd Dad Out. And in there, I will drop some sort of something for those of you who listened through all of my craziness for how to get yourself a prize. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it'll be there in the group. So you need to be part of the Facebook group to, to participate, let's say, but all that aside, let's get, let's get out of November. We've been in November for a month now. It's over. I've, I've gotten a few days of not recording. Granted, it's only, you know, going on. It's only the fifth now. So I've had like four days of not recording. So how are you doing? <laughs> it's been a while since I've since I've I've thrown that one at you. And I realized after doing all of those interviews and all of the guests coming on the show, that would have made everything work. Because I say it to the nameless audience that you are. I say it to you every week, almost, just because I have no other way to start the show. But when I had guests on where I literally could have directly asked somebody, how you doing, and started a conversation. I had nothing, never. And it was always one of those cases where after the fact that I like, shit, I should have just said, how you doing, and let the conversation go from there because it would have been so much easier. But before I get too off, before I drag myself back into November, what did you think of all of that? If you did listen to any of it, if you listened to the spots with guests and all that. It was, it was fun to do, but it is a little tedious. It is more work involved, but what do you think of that? Do you think I should do more of that? Let me know if, do you think I should have any of them come on again? Cause hell, I like talking to my friends. There are a couple more people that I do have lined up that I do want to get on here. A couple of them that I've got tentatively scheduled, you could say, but it's all just cause Maybe I'll just start throwing in one guest a month or something like that or whenever I can just to break with the monotony of listening to me all the time 
But to be fair, if you listen to this show, you apparently don't have a problem listening to me all the time. Or if you're one of those crazies who listened to me all last month, but again, glutton for punishment. Anyway, it's been a, a nice couple of days. I I guess I should get into, <laughs> as the, the name of the show, I don't have so many dad stories so much, or so much more. They're like just general life stories that happen to me, but I basically got called out last night by my wife. She's like, oh, you're officially a dad. And all I could think is, really? The four kids and the near 10-year marriage don't qualify me as a dad, but this does. So, I'm just going to say it. Nobody in my damn house knows how to turn off a fucking light switch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm turning into that guy. And I had a a flashback to that show Life with Louie. Where, you know, the dad was always telling everybody, you know, it was so concerned about the electric bill. Uh, <laughs> so my wife, eh, moderately afraid of the dark, you know, it's a creepy house sometimes. And because we have all of our windows blacked out for, uh, temperature control purposes inside, cause the desert, it gets fucking hot in the summer. So we have all the windows blocked out to keep it cooler inside. So When you turn off a light switch in any room in this house, it just gets black. So she would rather, you know, she turns on the hall light every time she goes back to the bedroom. She turns on, you know, the lamps and the everything, whatever. You know, I get home at night, either the lamp in the bedroom or the bathroom lights are still on. But it's not just her. It's also all of the boys. (laughs) Now, I understand if... They're going, they get up in the middle of the night and they have to go to the bathroom and oh, the hallway's dark, turn on the hallway light and bathroom light, blah, 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 do all that stuff. But when it's two in the afternoon, I don't think you need the hallway light on. And the the, the thing is, it's not turning on every light. It's the not turning off any of the lights. (laughs) So... Basically, when I get up, like when my wife leaves for work in the morning and the the boys go to school, I have to literally go back through all of the bedrooms, go back to my bedroom, because I'm at this point out in the living room with the little boys, having them with breakfast and getting my coffee and, and starting the day and all that stuff. I literally have to go back through the entire back portion of the house, turn off the lights in the boys room, turn off the lights in the hallway, the boys bathroom, my room, my bathroom. I literally have to walk basically from the living room back down the hall towards my bedroom, turning off every light as I go just about every morning and frequently at night when I get home in the three to 4 a.m. range. Yeah, this is really a thing. So I'm in a what the hell sort of position and I just last night finally snapped and I had that moment where it was maybe 7.30 and it was a point where everybody had was like the boys were all sent to bed but nobody was actually asleep yet so I knew they could all hear me and Rihanna's sitting out there on the couch she was waiting for me to come back so we could watch TV and which is another thing that since I haven't been recording every day. Suddenly we had some time over this weekend to actually sit down and watch some TV together and catch up on shows. 
because she's on a she's got about four weeks off from school right now before the semester starts again. Woo, break, yay. Um, anyway, but she's sitting out there, and I just go back, and there's the hall light is on, the boys' bathroom is on, nobody's in there. They've all been in bed for like thirty minutes. Nobody's in there. My bathroom light is on. And I just start going through, doing the same fucking shit, going through, turning off all the lights. And I just yell down the hall. Does nobody in this house know how to turn off a damn light switch? (laughs) And it it occurred to me at the time that I said it, that this was going to have a certain uh, effect, that this was going to, this is just one of those, wow, you really just said that. And all I could hear is Rihanna cracking up out in the living room. The, oh my God, that's it. You've officially become a dad. Like, really? <laughs> that's the official thing that I'm complaining that nobody will turn off a fucking light switch? No. <laughs> I think the four kids and the 10 year marriage officially makes me a dad. And legitimately, I have been getting on the boys' cases and hers individually for years. <laughs> I've been getting on all of them. I get on the boys daily. When you're done in the bathroom, turn off the friggin' lights. The same is sometimes I have to remind them, flush the damn... Tr- it's it's like... I mean, I've got a, a three and a five-year-old. I have to... You know, hell, I have, we have to remind all of the boys. Wash your hands every time. Every time they go to the bathroom, you still have to give them the... Wash your hands. Did you wash your hands? I didn't hear you wash your hands. Go back and wash your hands. I have to do the exact same thing with all the light switches. Except it's not just for the boys. It's also for my wife. I have to give her the same... You know, I give her the same shit all the time. Turn off the lights. You know, you can turn off the lights. You know, when you leave the... You don't have to leave the bathroom light on. It's nine in the morning. You're not even in there. Can you turn the lights off when you leave the room, please? And it's bad enough... You know, Sam will go through and play in rooms and he'll just start turning switches on, which, you know, toddlers. But, geez, you know, just, <laughs> but it, like I said, it was like that Life with Louie moment. You know, if you ever watched that show where his dad was constantly yelling at everybody about turning off lights and, and you know how much this electricity is going to cost. Your little trip to the bathroom just cost me two dollars. Something, I don't know, something like that. I realized that wasn't to the degree that I went, but I just get annoyed with it because of the fact that I will go to a point where everybody's in bed and there's nobody in any of these fucking rooms and yet every damn light in the house is on. And it's just, yes, I realize I'm I'm that dad right now. I'm I'm annoyed at that point right now. But seriously, it's just one of those, I guess because I grew up in a time where, you know, I grew up with Captain Planet and you were always told to be conserving electricity and make sure you turn the lights off when you leave a room and things like that. And also in a point where we didn't have a lot of money, so you turned off the damn lights because you don't need a stupid electric bill. Or where we've had huge houses. And oh yeah, we live in the desert where the air conditioning and heating is so big of a chunk of electricity, the last thing you need is to add on having a fucking light bond for 20 hours a day. Really? I mean, the one thing out of the entire house that remains on all day, besides, you know, appliances and things that have to be, is, is maybe the TV. 
And even that, we turn the TV off most a lot of the day now. So other than things that are just always on, for the most part, we leave shit off. Because electricity, you know, it may not be the most expensive utility, but it's still probably the biggest utility bill we pay. Because, again, air conditioning and heating and all that shit. Because we do have an electric heater and, you know, it's starting to get winter. Starting to get. It's It's been in the 30s in the morning. And holy fuck, it's starting to, People out here in the West where it doesn't get, you know, it doesn't snow. You know, Phoenix area, and I have to say Phoenix because Phoenix doesn't get snow. But you go an hour north and they've, it's been snowing there since, uh, I think, late October. Because Arizona has a wonderful climate, all ripe for, it's like Neverland, seriously. The climate of Arizona is like when you see Neverland and Hook, where you just walk across one little area and suddenly it's, you know, you got three feet of snow and then you go like 50, you know, go like 50 miles south and it's arid desert and there's no water. Yeah, that's how, that's basically Arizona. So, <laughs> but yeah, the it, it, the weather is changing and all that jazz, but you know, we're, we're in that transition between the, the the heater and the air conditioner to where it might be, oh, I got to switch the air conditioner on during the daytime because it might get up to about 75 or 76. But at night, it's down in the mid-30s. And so, yeah, I got to have the heater on. And so the last thing I need is the heater running and every fucking light in the house. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I guess apparently... I am now officially a dad because I'm bitching about light bulbs. <laughs> okay. I think it's about time for me to take a quick break and get caught up on some of these promos that I haven't played for a month. And I will be right back with this week's recommended listening. With all the gaming sites full of editorials and fluff pieces, it can be hard to stay up to date on the news from the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers the major headlines and the occasional review, with thoughts from an everyday gamer. You can find us at sometimesgeek.com, or on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about... Fisto from He-Man? Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons? I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. <laughs> Recommended listening. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thanksgiving, those of you who are listening right the moment when this episode comes out. So hi, Melissa and Stu. (laughs) I haven't gotten to that yet, you prick. Sorry. Did I jump your joke? Maybe. Okay, sorry about that. Didn't mean to jump your joke. I was going to say, if you are listening to this on Thursday, you should know that I personally am preparing like crazy for Black Friday. What are you guys going to do? John and Melissa, hello. 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 Uncle Leo, hello. Hello. Say hello, Uncle Leo. Hello. 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 
For Jessica, it always comes back to the penis, doesn't it, John? I know. You know why? I do like penises. <laughs> you always pull it full circle. I might go back to eye boogies, but you always go back to the penis. I was thinking about the cave, the uh, Native American thing, and I was like, well, maybe they should have done this. And then I thought that would be a good use for that, actually. I do like penises. I do. My favorite drop of all times. <laughs> of all I time. do like penises. I don't care. I think if I'll say it a can- thousand times. I think penis, if we can make a jingle out of it, that would be great. <laughs> I love penis. Oh, my God. I would make that my ringtone so quickly <laughs> if we could make a ringtone out of that. Wow, that sounds amazing. <sighs> Don't some of those voices sound awfully familiar? This week's recommended listening feature goes to Brilliant Observations with the, haven't you heard of these people before, Jessica Kufferman and now four-time, 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 one, two, three, four-time <laughs> featured podcaster, John Buchanan. The fuck, John? <laughs> now, in, in his defense, he puts out a show. I go check it out. And honestly, everything John does is awesome because John is an awesome podcaster and he's an amazing editor. And when it comes to all of the things that John does, goals, big fat hashtag goals. Now, third voice you heard there would be the person who I don't know how the fuck she worked this out, but she got her fucking shit Top billing in the damn name, Melissa Brilliant. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. The, the naming of the show is great. It's a great name. It was originally the uh, Observations podcast, I believe. I, for, I forget how many. It was probably like 15, 20 episodes before they changed the name. But originally in the show, John, much like in She Podcast, was just the producer. He was kind of behind the scenes. Occasionally, he'd chime in, much like She Podcast, which he does with Jessica. Um, but with this one, it went from, he chimes in now and then to, he's basically a full-time co-host and it's, it's (laughs) this show as opposed to, I guess you could say this is like the, the twisted stepchild of she podcast and brand X because really when, and especially since you've got Jessica and John, and then you throw Melissa in there and she almost acts like she is somewhere between like Elsie and Deuce. And I realized that I'm, I'm drawing all these comparisons to their other shows, but really when you look at this, this is brilliant observations is as if you took all the chit chat part of she podcasts and you know, with John all included and just the discussion part, the part of it that has nothing to do with podcasting and did an entire show just of that. <laughs> That's basically what this amounts to. And it's all just comedy shit chat, just them screwing around being funny and they're hilarious. And especially, I mean, Jessica's been doing stand up. John tried his hand at stand up. Man, John is John's stand up was brutal. I, I should look up the episode of 
uh, Brand X podcast where he played his little, I think it was like three minutes, maybe, of him just roasting all of the other comics that were up. Either way, but take them, combine them with with Melissa, who I, I had not heard of her before. Apparently, she's just an old friend of Jessica's. And it's very similar to Lisa and Sam, where they're old friends. They have these hilarious conversations. They talk a lot of shit. They give each other, you know, they give each other flack. It's one of those, you know, you you talk more shit to the people you love and you torment the people you love more because you care. <laughs> and that's almost my philosophy. If I'm leaving you alone, I, I really don't give a shit. If I'm tormenting you constantly, I care. But just the play with them and it's it's just like them playing and it's again it's very lisa and sam it's very brand x it's very she podcast if you took all the news and all the podcast out of she podcast this is what you have and swap uh melissa for elsie an excitable uh (laughs) except the fact that you almost like it's like taking elsie and giving her a complete economic flip because elsie lives in the middle of nowhere and raises goats and and Melissa lives in like like Connecticut or New York. She lives up in the New England area and her husband's a doctor and they have lots of money and they have lots of the the amount of upper classness and conversations that it's like and I mean this and no it's just a matter I, I mean no shade and I know because John's going to listen to this and I imagine Jessica's going to listen to this and Melissa's going to listen I love you guys. You're all great. It's so hilarious. I've, I'm ashamed that I have not been listening to this show longer after I had heard about it. I'd only started hearing like kind of drops here and there of John and Jessica mentioning it on She Podcast, and it just took me forever before I finally started listening. But now that I do, it's just one of those, oh shit, I have to, <laughs> I cannot miss this. It's just hilarious. But it's just so like, the it, like I said, it's like you took Elsie and gave her a complete economic flip instead of having her a super hippie, you know, Hispanic girl that lives on a farm and raises goats. She, it's she lives in a big ass house with a husband doctor, and they you know send their kids off to summer camp, and her her son went off to Japan and. And they go and do all these like, oh, we're going to rent a uh, house by the lake in like the Hamptons or some bullshit. You know, they do shit like that. And like, oh, you rich bitch. I hate you. But no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> but, but it's just that, that, that. But that's it. It's basically that same sort of dynamic. The super best friends giving each other shit out of love and talking shit about other people and people that annoy them. And <laughs> And just so many just brilliant observations. It is literally, it's observational humor that happens to be apparently because it's a snappy name named after Melissa. Way to go, bitch. Got your first, you got naming rights. You, she, I wonder what she paid for the naming rights to this podcast. It's like the AT&T Center or something. Does that's how this works? I don't know. I took my name off my own show. I don't know. But anyway... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. All I know is that you really need to check this show out because it's fucking funny. It really is. And what you got right there was just a snippet of the beginning of their Thanksgiving episode. And of course, naturally, because John is an editor, John is the editor for this show. 
and because John and Jessica, uh, he basically has carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he feels like as far as the edit goes, I feel like. And so he will slice and dice and put, you know, clips like that at the front of the episode and things like that to where you're like, you just start off the show knowing, oh, they're going to get into some dick talk. (laughs) Somewhere there's going to be a conversation about penises and Jessica is going to be proclaiming her love for penises. And you know what? There, there's been so much conversation about penises or female things or I love, I think it was the very next episode. It may have even been in that episode where Melissa got like body shamed for wearing a somewhat revealing outfit to a party or something. And basically, you know, snapback response was saying, it's like, essentially, cause I've got nice tits. It's like, like, why do you show them off like that? Cause I've got nice tits. <laughs> Something like that. I don't remember exactly how it goes because I don't have it pulled up in front of me at the moment. But either way, it's fucking funny. <laughs> that's, it. that's the gist of it. It's just fucking funny. I, I really enjoy the show. It's it's just a a blast. It's it's just it is nonstop hilarity. Even when they get into like somewhat political arguments, they're still funny about it. And I think it goes to how, you know, and if you remember going back to like when I talked about brand X, um, John is much more moderate, uh, contrary to what his co-hosts may believe, but John will also sit there and play devil's advocate. And so he will sit and like Melissa is, is super, you know, torch carrying a uh, screaming liberal. And so it, it's really funny because John rides that middle line so much and he gets so much shit from Melissa and Jessica is very pragmatic. And so she may swing either way, depending on the situation, but she sees both sides of, of whatever situation, but it's really funny because John will play devil's advocate. And also the fact that he's a, a upper fifties, a white man. And so he's got an older white guy perspective on some things. And so when he, when he gets into discussions, his perspective as a, an older white man, and then a, not as old, uh, a woman in new England, granted, they all kind of live in the same generality. Um, but the, the, they all kind of, (laughs) the discussions (laughs) get rather heated and, (laughs) I feel sometimes like you're like, Melissa just wants to choke the shit out of John right now. <laughs> There's been a few where they're like, oh, that's it. All right. Like, up, oh, show's over. It's like, what the fuck did Jessica say at the end? It's, it's just, it's even when they argue about something and you know that it's not malicious. They're not, they're not arguing for the sake of, they really mean it. <clears throat> Again, going back to Brand X, like when John and Deuce would argue, it wouldn't, it wasn't like they were fighting because they hated each other. They're having a discussion. They're having a very uh, passionate discussion. <laughs> Maybe you want to slap them across the base. Like where every time that you like, they're probably sitting there wanting to just, you know, backhand each other because of whatever. But 
is still, it, it, it comes from a place of love and you know, they, they all love each other. They're all great friends. And that's what, again, whenever I, I talk about shows where the hosts are such good friends and it shows, and it's that relationship that holds the show together because if they didn't have that friendship and that standing relationship when they got on, it wouldn't work because it's that dynamic they have that they can sit there and, and smack talk and give each other so much hell and fight and are and disagree and all that. And it's still funny and they can still go on and make a great show and come back next week and have another great show. I love it. It's great. I'm, I'm ashamed that I did not listen from the very beginning and I didn't get into this show sooner, but I binged like, uh, over a long work weekend, I got through like three, like two thirds of the uh, first run of the show. And then I just kind of jumped up to current because I was not too far off from that. But it's one of those where if I, if I run out of stuff to listen to during my, my weekend, long weekends, cause I, you know me, I run out of stuff by Saturday. If I get down to that point, I start going and I start digging up old stuff that I'm like behind on. So you know, I'll start pulling in old brilliant observations. I'll start pulling in uh, and start re-listening to stuff maybe, but this is, I, I'm, I'm going through and it's not something I normally do, especially in a, a comedy related show. You don't necessarily go back through it. I know I look at my numbers. I don't, you don't necessarily go back through all of the old episodes because it's comedy and it's like, it's somewhat, um, evergreen they say, but it also like, like generally topical comedy is kind of frozen in a particular point in time. But I gone back and re-listened to and it. And it, for me, it kind of puts when I'm familiar with the hosts in the other shows, I can place the recording in a frame of time and I can say, Hey, I remember that because I remember John and, and Jessica talking about this over here, or I remember John talking about this on brand X, or I remember John talking about this with Emily on hate to wait. And I can place the recording times and the release dates. Even if, if I didn't know it already, I can sit there and like recall these, these points in time from listening to primarily John, because John seems to be everywhere, but recalling these stories being told on the other shows because realistically, they don't necessarily all cross over unless you're me and you're weird and you listen to a lot of weird things. I will say people who would listen to she podcasts, maybe not going to be listening to brand X, maybe not going to be listening to hate to wait, maybe not going to be listening to brilliant observations. You might listen to brand X or and brilliant observations because they're both observational, um, topical comedy, but this is basically with brand X now gone. This is now basically become like we swapped deuce for two women. Granted this started before that ended, but this is basically brand X with out deuce replaced deuce with two hilarious women on the other side of the political spectrum. And this is what you've got. Just as awesome, just as funny, <laughs> just as argumentative because John rides the middle, so it works either way. 
I know I'm going on, but it's it's just such a fun show. You need to check it out. They are at brilliantobservations.com. Uh, and tell them you heard about them on Odd Data Out. Tag me in whatever it is that you're 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 shouting them out on, and maybe I'll send you some stickers or something just because you're awesome. I don't know. Cross promotion, self promotion. I don't know. Whatever. I don't think John and Jessica will mind. I I sing their praises enough. They're awesome. Anyway, I don't know. Melissa might get pissed. I don't know her that well. Anyway, but you know, all this rambling I've done. I mean, there's only one thing left in the show. No, it's almost over. But I cannot come back after all of that stuff and all of that whole month of 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 marathoning. And I cannot not give you a jackass of the week. All right, this one, the headline on this one is misleading. And I'm going to straight up say, I don't know who to really declare the jackass on this one. I think they're both a little fucked. But this comes from the UK Sun, which if you're familiar with tabloids, is not the most reliable paper out there in the world. Not that tabloids are really the most reliable papers in the world. But the story is great. I'm just going to steal their headline right now because... (laughs) It, again, it's misleading. Pregnant woman jailed, all caps, jailed for opening a tube of Pringles in a Tesco. I guess it's just a, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a, a gas station. So, pregnant woman who opened a $1.30, or 10 pounds, whatever, a $1.30 tube of Pringles in a Tesco has been jailed for two months. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, when you hear that, you're like, what the fuck, people? You were like, what is this, like some really strict shoplifting shit? (laughs) Turns out, no. Turns out this woman had been banned from this location. (laughs) They had banned her from the store for behavior and probably shoplifting or whatever. But yeah, she was banned from the store. So the gist of what happened was security sees her at the self-checkout thing there, which I guess it wasn't a convenience store, whatever. But they they see her at the self-checkout. She's got some whatever the hell she's going to pay for, theoretically pay for whatever. And the security approaches her and says, you're not supposed to be here. You need to leave. And she's like, like oh, she grabs the can of Pringles, rips open the lid and and you know the foil top this is look it's open it's like you have to let me pay for it first you have to let me you have to let me stay and pay for it first and they're like no get the fuck out of here and so they call the cops and she gets arrested for basically for for well because eh, what you would call this this is in ireland it's basically what, what amounts to criminal trespassing so when she goes to court she actually pled guilty to the charges of criminal damage and I suppose just the theft in general for, you know, opening an unpaid product and all that. And, you know, of course her and her lawyer were trying to say like, you know, I'm, she was five months pregnant and it's like, Oh, can I get a suspended sentence? And then the judge starts looking at her record and she has 31, 31 previous charges 
including 14 convictions for theft and criminal damage and handling stolen property and other such fun stuff. And basically the judge was like, yeah, if this was an isolated incident, fine. Yeah, fine. It's, it's not a big deal. You, you know, threw a temper tantrum inside of a store you weren't supposed to be in. Yeah, fine. And then in this case, he's like, um, bitch, you've been arrested here so many times and you've been banned from this location. And it looks like you just decided to be a smart aleck. He's like, you literally tried to just try and smart ass your way out of getting kicked out of the store. No, thanks. You're going to jail. So he gave her, he sentenced her to four months in jail and then suspended the last two. And I think because it's a matter of she's four months pregnant or four, she's five months pregnant. So if she's in jail for two months, that leaves her at seven months. If he were to give her all four months, she would be having the baby in jail. So I think that's probably where the judge decided, Hey, I'm going to cut off those last two months because I don't want her having this baby in jail. But that is the, if it is in fact true that she's pregnant, I mean, at five months pregnant, she's pretty obvious, but just saying. So yeah, I don't know who's who to really declare jackass here because at the, the sun, the sun are declared jackass because of misleading headline. But really, I mean, the, she went to jail basically for being a smart ass and, and ripping open an unpaid for basically shoplifting a bag of Pringles or a bag, a, a can of Pringles, but she was also trespassing and she had 31 charges for theft and trespassing and all of these things. So I don't know who's worse here. Again, the sun, I think the UK sun is the, is officially the jackass here. But either way, it's a fucked up story that definitely did not end the way I thought it was going it did at the start. Either way, fun story. <laughs> it's really like, wow, this this took a turn. But what do you think? Who who is the bigger jackass here? Who really who really is at fault? Fault. She's at fault. But who's the bigger jackass here? Is it her for trespassing? Is it security and the police for locking her up over a can of Pringles? Is it the UK Sun for misrepresenting this story? Because, well, fuck, that's what they do. Let me know. Uh, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, at Data Out. Or you can leave me a comment in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. I'm going to get all of this stuff caught up over there right now. I'm currently moving all of the uh, National Podcast Post Month posts and actually getting them posted up on the page over there, which is at odddadoutpodcast.com slash napodpomo. Sorry, I got to say that really slow. But, <laughs> but that's going to do it for me for this week. Again, go to odddadoutpodcast.com to get all of the links to the show's to the recommended listening, which I'm going to get caught up from again from November. I didn't get anything updated in there. Get the full recommended listening list over there, along with links to all of the other stuff I talk about. And if you're digging the show, tell your friends about it. That's the best thing you could possibly do for me. Even better than buying an Odd Dad Out shirt, which you can do by clicking the little gear tab right there on the webpage. But 
share it with your friends, share it on social media. Let your friends and family and coworkers and enemies and the random person sitting next to you on the bus know that you are a fan of the odd dad out and that they should check it out too. Because you're awesome. You, you right there listening to this right now, you're awesome. But that is it for me. Thank you so much for listening to my rambling. And I will be back next week with more. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> but until that time, I am Adam Higgins, the odd dad out. Thank you and good night. <laughs>